0: Hello and welcome to the Airbike Podcast. Um, We're recording today after, I think, a month and a half of not doing any recordings. It's a long time. Bit of a shame. I'm sorry, listeners. I know you've missed us.
1: It's just us two.
0: And it's just us two today.
1: I'm not sure we've ever done a podcast just us two.
0: Ooh, a new and exciting new podcast.
1: Yeah, we've got some updates, I guess.
0: Yeah, so we thought we'd take the time to reflect on the past couple of months. Um, What you've missed out on, what we've been working on and kind of just giving an update of where we're at and what we're thinking of doing um, over the next couple of months, I guess, in lead up to Christmas. So I guess a couple of months ago, do you you remember what we were working on at that point in time?
1: Uh, We were doing quite a lot of um, different projects. Yeah, so there's,
0: to provide a bit of context, kind of built an app that was based around kind of film locations. Yep. So it was an app to tell you where say if you went to Los Angeles or Hollywood, you'd be able to tell exactly which street a particular film set was at. Um so you can go and visit. It's mainly for for kind of film fanatics. Um so when they go on holiday they can check up on where particular things were filmed and look up on what actors were in it, description about the film and all those things. Um this one in particular was a client project and we kind of yeah, I think it was a nice little project.
1: Yeah, and, and the guys, Chris and Alex yeah. behind it are two good guys yeah. um, they're both designers by trade so the app looks really good yeah yeah it was a really nice partnership because
0: they kind of understood um, the whole development side from a design point of view so they understood that if they were gonna make a crazy UI or crazy UX decisions that it was gonna make it harder for development but actually they, they considered everything and the whole design phase of it was really smooth And that that made the development even smoother as well.
1: Every every developer kind of wants all the states to be accounted for. And, and yeah, they did a good job with that. We use Zeppelin, um, which kind of takes Sketch files and and helps you deliver those to people that need the assets, so developers. And and that was a good tool to use. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was like a combo between Zeppelin and um, Sketch to to provide the designs and use this tool. So, yeah, good project (laughs) all around. So the app's going to be called Locations Almanac. um if we're saying this wrong apologies chris and alex um should have picked an easier to say name <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so sorry <laughs> um yeah so moving on to another project um we worked on a kind of motorcycle wheel builder um that was kind of a for a, a distributor who makes kind of custom motocross and motorcycle wheels um so we kind of built a kind of an interface for their suppliers to Embed this widget on the website so customers can then customize their wheels, the hub set, um, the nipples, the rims, all those type of things, wheel combos, and then that gets sent to the distributor. Yeah. Um,
1: it wins the award for the most times I've used the word nipple in a project.
0: Yep. Lots uh, of fun variable names. For those, those that don't
1: know, nipples are the little strands in the wheel, right? Uh, no, it's it's the
0: one it's the thing that connects the strand with the rim the spoke to the r- to the rim the spoke to the rim so you got
1: rims and nipples and yeah. it's yeah this, this is, is a clean is. podcast right? <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say anything <laughs> vulgar we're talking about motorcycle words. Right. um so that
0: that was quite a uh, it was quite challenging working with f- the 3d models um because it was kind of the first time that we had done that sort of thing in in javascript elements i guess yeah um so there was a lot of Interferences with the rendering times and making sure it was smooth enough and all that stuff um, for for general browser usage um, So it's quite tricky. I think we've done a pretty good job at delivering it um, It's not in the world yet
1: Yeah, it's because it's a dealer oriented thing. It could end up on loads of sites as so an embeddable widget yep. So we might not even know where it ends up mm-hmm. um, But yeah, maybe maybe some, a listener will end up configurating their wheel.
0: And if you do, hit us up and let me know how your experience was.
1: Nice. What else <laughs> have we been working on? Um, another one was a
0: pretty crazy one to do with fish farming. Um, can't go into too much detail on what it is, but... I
1: think that's I think that says it all. Fish farming. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I know everything about fish farming now.
1: Or well, more um, than you did a few months ago.
0: Yep. Same. Um, so if you, if you need fish farming, um, don't if you have any questions on fish farming, let us know. <laughs> we did some work with Wild Goose as well, our current client, um, existing client we've worked with for many years. Um, it was just a kind of a small app update slash server update to make their internal usage a lot better.
1: Wild Goose are also helping run a uh, digital game for Festival of Digital Disruption, which uh, is a three-day digital celebration of... Tech in Reading, basically. Yeah. Um, exciting. Which is next month, I think it starts. Yeah, I think it October, starts yeah. in mid-October.
0: I'm looking forward to that. It kind of showcases indie setups around Reading, whether they're kind of food stalls or little hub spots, and then kind of the tech around that as well. So, exciting. I'm looking forward to it.
1: And it's kind of weird to see one of our clients be so integral to yeah. something like that.
0: Going back to the roots of where the oh. digital...
1: Yeah, the app was built in Reading, so yeah. there you go.
0: Pretty good. Um what else are we doing? So lately, um we've started a kind of a big project. It's an Android, iOS, um and back end project. So yep. all hands on deck. Um so we've been pretty kind of pretty heavy working on that.
1: Yeah, which is kind of the reason we've neglected the podcast for yeah. a bit. Um and obviously we'll talk about the team. The team has changed over mm-hmm. the last Uh, month or so so um, yeah we've just kind of taken a back seat on the podcast but yeah hopefully bring it back yeah we'll bring it back so this project is hopefully going towards the end now Um, so yeah we'll have a bit more time to do this sort of thing
0: yeah I guess we can chat about kind of the team so uh, Alex as you all know was a previous host of this podcast shout out shout out to Alex Alex I know you're listening. Um, he was on a year placement with us, and his placement finished in sort of end of July. Yeah. Um, so he's now he's now back in Reading. He, he went traveling. I'm telling you his life story now. <laughs> <laughs> he went traveling, and he came back to Reading now, and he's in his final year at university. <laughs> uh, it's this little Alex update. I know you all miss him. Um, and he's now kind of launching a business as part of his third year at any business school which is exciting.
1: Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll have Alex back at some yeah, point uh, to talk about what he's up to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's no longer with Airbyte um, as it stands, so he's not working here day to day. But we do have uh, Chris, who has been on the podcast before. Uh, he's now joined part-time after his summer internship, so um, we've actually got some more development resource, which yes. is which is good.
0: Yeah, Chris has been helping us on kind of the front-end things, so... He is a react j s whiz yeah um which is great. We also had Anna, who is a computer science student at Reading University um She was with us over the summer, which is fantastic. She helped on quite a few Android projects they've got going on um as Android always kind of has like a second base kind of recently in in terms of mobile and things Android always kind of kind of comes second, so it's nice. We've had quite a few Android projects over the last couple of months. Um, that she's been able to focus on alongside me.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think we've churned out more Android projects over the summer than iOS projects.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, that's pretty good. We, yeah, it is good for us, yeah. um, and it also means that we're we're diversifying a bit yeah. as well, and learning quite a bit from that. Yeah. Uh,
0: also, I guess if you're looking for a new job, <laughs> we <laughs> are hiring uh, Android uh, developers, and
1: we're hiring for everything. everything. Um, Alright. If you go to airbyte.uk, you'll find uh, more info about what positions we're hiring for from digital designer to, um, developers. Yep.
0: Um, I guess now we can talk about internal. Yes. So I think it was a couple of months back. We were working on sorbe
1: Was Sorbe ever on the podcast? Yes, it was on one. Yeah, I think so. So must've been working on it around then. Yeah. Um, yeah, so sorbet.io um, is a platform that allows uh, people that own websites to have dynamic content based on some criteria from users that are visiting. So for instance, if I want to show a particular headline to a user that uh, or a customer that comes from Twitter, I can have that and I can have it just for those customers. I can also then customize some text if they're from LinkedIn and etc. So yeah, we started building this, p- this tool and at the moment, it's kind of taken a backseat again because of this large client project we've got. But we're hoping to ramp back up on that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah really excited about that. I mean, everyone kind of we mentioned to us uh, thinking of different uses for it, which yeah. is quite exciting. Um,
1: and, and the roadmap we've got planned for it is, is immense. Um, some of the things we'll be able to achieve with it are really exciting. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that will be um, kind of in development again Probably towards the end of October, November. So look out for a, a small update around then. But currently, yeah, you can check it out. sorbet.io. o um, Let us know your thoughts.
1: I think we should talk about Test HQ. <laughs> all right. Um, so y- yeah, what's happened with Test HQ? It was a, it was quite prominent in the podcast. It was. It was a prominent part of all of our lives and and the business at some point. Yeah. What happened?
0: Um. Well. Back when we were working on it kind of quite heavily, Alex um, was kind of the uh, almost the product owner of that individual piece. Um, and he was kind of pushing it towards a particular point. Um, I think the latest sort of development of it was um, making it easier for people to kind of attract their customers to then do tests for their product. Um, and that was going to be through Intercom, so we started building an Intercom app um, to allow uh, kind of the little chat widget to then onboard people to this Test HQ platform to then send tests to later uh, later um, time. So I think that all happened. Um, I think we submitted an app to Intercom. Um, I think we got through. That no, we phase. didn't get through. Didn't get through.
1: There's there's basically some um, criteria you have to have in your app right. um, that wasn't actually documented. So it's quite a lot of admin stuff like uninstalling and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And to be honest, it's just been quite low on the priority list. Um I think that what we learned with Test HQ over time was it's just hard to get feedback like in general, like on your mm. product and, um, we we kind of ended up getting quite distracted by different opportunities in product feedback. You know, it, it ultimately started as a tool to help um, just record tests because all the tools were really expensive. Then it became like a re- recruiting tool. Mm-hmm. Then it wasn't a recruiting tool and it was like back to the a test tool. Yeah. Then it was doing quick tests and then it was doing long tests. I am not even sure what it ended up as in the end. Um and so i think that that lack of focus because there was so m- there is still a problem area there with recruitment and with um getting feedback on your product and making that really easy that there's there's room for improvement hmm. yeah and i think we just got a bit a bit too overwhelmed by the problem and we didn't focus on what it needed to be solved
0: yeah uh, yeah i think it, it doesn't help with the blurred vision of Uh, when when you've kind of been away for a couple of weeks off the product to then come back you're kind of in a situation of what where am i now what should i be working on um it's really hard to then pick it up and and go forward yeah um so that yeah that vision got blurred i don't know what the next phase of test issue is if there is one
1: find out next time (laughs) yeah I, i don't know um i I still think there's a problem there to be solved, but hmm. it's just it's just something that I'm not incredibly passionate about right now, hmm. and so it's kind of low down on my list unfortunately, yeah, um, you know sorbet we're all pretty pumped about um we've also got a a list of things of other stuff that we're also really pumped about that we haven't yet disclosed, yeah, maybe we need another shelf episode and we definitely need another shelf episode to discuss some of these ideas um so yeah, there's there's quite a lot for us to to prioritize and focus on, mm. I and mean, we we don't want to do the thing where we're trying to do so many products again, yeah. um, because we know that doesn't work either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a time of focus and um, kind of tying up our our commitments, and then we'll see. Yeah, see kind of what we, we what we work on over the next couple of months. Yeah. Um, be a good time looking forward to it
1: yeah and what's been really nice about working on the same project at the moment is um kind of seeing like what we can do again Mm. like when we're collectively working in a a team again Mm. um it's been really cool like having um anna and chris who you know an internship level or part-time level have been helping out on this project and so they're helping with client projects alongside us and it feels it feels good it feels like we're working as a team on the same thing yeah um and yeah, it feels really good. And I'm excited to apply that to our own ventures.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we, we've always wanted to kind of work on the same product. Um, but it's, it's very difficult when you're doing one, one person's on the client project and another person's on the internal product. It just it, it gets very hard to uh, maintain the focus or maintain a team dynamic, which is important, very important. on um, Whether it's a client project or internal product, just everyone being on the same page and kind of working to- together towards that. We create a good environment. So yeah, that's uh, an update on Airbyte over the summer. Yeah, I hope you uh, enjoyed catching up on what we've been up to. Uh, we've had a good summer. It's been hard work. But looking forward to the next couple months.
1: Hard work is yet to come. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, tune in next time. We'll next episode's probably going to be a shelf. No guarantees. But I'm, I'm itching for a shelf episode. Sounds good. All right. See, See you then. Cheers.